How One Young Woman in India Envisions Her Future. It's Friday, March 8th. From Public Radio International, the BBC World Service, and WGBH Boston, this is The World. I'm Aaron Schachter. The protests continue in India, demanding safety and more justice for women. That's just one part of India's gender struggles. Today, we'll hear how one young girl is trying to bridge tradition and modernity. And later, a state funeral is held for Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. More than 30 heads of state turned out to bid farewell, including Iran's Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. We'll hear what he had to say, plus why Chavez would probably approve the decision to have his body embalmed and on display for eternity. Physically preserving yourself in the way that Chavez is doing is the, really the most extreme way of, of sticking your tongue out at death. PRI's The World is brought to you by Medtronic, supporting the work of Wired International, providing medical and healthcare information and education in the developing world and in regions affected by war. Now on Facebook, look for Medtronic NCD. I'm Aaron Schachter filling in for Marker Werman. This is The World. For the past three months, we've been reporting on a global conversation that began with a horrific crime. The crime was the brutal gang rape and murder of a young woman in New Delhi. Her death sparked a wave of protests in India, demanding an end to violence against women there. And those protests got people all over the world, talking about the violence women suffer everywhere. We've been following and contributing to that conversation online at theworld.org under the heading World Gender. And in India, the protests haven't stopped. About a hundred women marched in New Delhi today, International Women's Day, calling for tougher sentences for rapists. Such protests have raised awareness about the frequent violence and abuses faced by women in India. But at the same time, a growing number of Indian women are enjoying unprecedented opportunities. They're getting educated, getting jobs, and playing a more prominent role in society than ever before. The world's Ritu Chatterjee grew up in India. She wanted to explore how Indian girls today see their futures, how they choose a path through a shifting cultural landscape. So, to better understand what's happening with India's half a billion women and girls, Ritu decided to focus on just one. I met 12-year-old Sarita Meena last year. I was in a remote part of India with some health workers who were interviewing school kids when I noticed a skinny girl in a yellow dress standing to my left. She kept answering questions for other kids. Sarita was surprisingly outgoing. And later on, she offered to give me a tour of the school and village. Her village is called Deoli. It's a tiny place surrounded by vast swaths of farmland. Huts made of stone and mud sit on narrow dirt roads. Sarita's short hair and confidence struck me as unusual in this setting. Her home state, Rajasthan, is culturally conservative. Girls and women here rarely talk to strangers. They're supposed to be quiet and shy. Months later, I decided to explore the changing role of women in India to find out how women are navigating these changes, even in remote corners of the country. So I decided to go back to Sarita's village to meet her again. (laughs) When I visit Sarita's school, it's lunchtime. Some boys are playing on the playground, and there among them is Sarita. 
If it wasn't for her skirt, Sarita might easily pass for another boy on the team. Her hair's even shorter than when I first met her. The kids are playing a game of kabaddi, which involves two warring teams. Sarita's female classmates watch from the sidelines, but Sarita's among the boys playing aggressively. A generation ago, this would have been impossible. A girl sharing a school playground with boys. In fact, until recently, girls in this village didn't go to school at all. That's changed thanks to efforts by the government and non-profits to promote girls' education. Still, it's clear that Sarita stands out among the girls. And I can't help wondering how she turned out this way. Her mother, Gayatri Devi, tells me her daughter has always been fearless. She says, if my husband and I...